against all odds. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs. Fiddling with the knobs. Baby fish, Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of the Jenner, Trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? All right, well, let's quickly recap that disaster of a Monday night game, Parlay Kid. Uh, last night, I think, I mean, it had to be the worst primetime game in a long, long time. I can't remember. I mean, yeah, coming on the heels of the Dallas Washington game, I don't know, the entertainment value was way higher, I feel, maybe because that was our Cowboys. But 20 to 3 final, the Dolphins take care of business. They beat up on Ian Book and the Saints. The Saints had nothing the whole game. You knew early on they were going to be out of this. Uh, booked through for 135 and like 60 of it came in the last drive, maybe even 70. Um, disaster, disaster. Aside from the fact that I hit on my first touchdown call, Miami Dolphins, 20 to one odds. I'll take a lap there. And I think we're up like 87 units or something insane. Wow. Wow. That's right. Uh, uh, we did the math tonight. Uh, Brother Bride did the math up 87 units. Uh, thanks to that 20 to one mm. special and man, uh, looking back, that was yeah. easy. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, almost, uh, almost too predictable that that it was, was almost as I envisioned it. He's uh, going to drop back three step drop. He's going to throw it in the flat. No one's going to be there. It's going to be taking uh, an untouched uh, dolphin score and never look back. And that the really game was. was over and the game was over. And that's why Sal, unless you're a dolphins fan, this game was brutal tonight. And that's why you have to bet on these games because you would turn oh, this yeah. game off uh, after the first quarter. It would have been off if you had no money on this. So that's why the NFL loves it. Uh, and they love the mm -hmm. betting action on it because uh, it's what keeps us interested in stinkers. Uh, and this was beyond a stinker. Uh, really like bad, these. really bad. And now the Dolphins have a shot to make the playoffs. Man, we should have gone against the Saints. The Saints were only like minus 150 to not make the playoffs. And now it's just with the, I, I, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I know they have a an easiest schedule. The last two, they finish up. What is it with the Panthers and Falcons? All right, I guess they can go nine and eight. But uh, Dolphins, on the other hand, mm. eight and seven, they have the tougher games. Um, last two, they have the at, at Titans and then home yeah. against the Patriots, the team. They already beat. I don't know. I look at all these seven seeds, potential seven seeds. I think they're going to split the last two. So I don't know where the hell that puts us. Um, I don't know that we were looking at a good Dolphins team. That's one seven in a row. I know you had trouble with Tua, um, even though his stats were decent. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, listen, Dolphins are the first team in NFL history to lose seven in a row and yeah. win seven in a row. It's never happened before. Kind of makes sense that we've never seen that. Uh, yeah, look, if you look at the Dolphins' seven straight wins, with the exception of beating the Ravens, uh, it has been uh, absolutely brutal mm -hmm. who they've played. So they've taken care of business. But when you win seven in a row in the NFL, it's seven in a row. Uh, no, I, I look, the, Tua is a game manager, and that's what he's done. Uh, I, a few, if, I'm surprised teams are just not trying to make him throw that ball downfield which he just doesn't seem to be able to do. I know he completed one to Hollins. That was a deep ball, but it's still uh, just a lot of dinking and dunking. And 
but it's, it's, it doesn't have to be pretty. Yeah, if you I guess win. I'm, I'm looking so, at what you just said. Uh, I mean, defensively, I was praising them yesterday on the podcast. I said, you know, like they, in their six game streak, they number one in sacks per game over four yards allowed per game per play and per game and all that. And then I look at the quarterbacks. You're right. I mean, starting at this streak. All right. You're right. The Ravens, they beat Lamar Jackson, that weird Thursday game, but they had Jacoby Brissett and the Texans. They had, was it Zach Wilson? No, it was Flacco and the Jets. Um, it was right. uh, Cam, whatever Panthers threw at him. Uh, they won that one. Then it was the Giants. It was Glennon. And, and what are we looking at right. here? So then it was the Jets again. This time, uh, Zach Wilson. With Wilson. And, uh, right. and then the Saints right. tonight, like uh, with, with Ian Book. It couldn't be easier. Now they're yeah. at Tannehill and then against Mac Jones. So. It's a little tougher, um, a little better offenses, but uh, yeah, they're, they're a little bit fraudulent. They remind me of the Eagles a lot, the a AFC Eagles, right? Yeah, exactly. But look, they do have a pretty yeah. legit defense. As far as we can tell, again, their defense early in the year against some of those offensive teams uh, really w w was mm -hmm. not very good, uh, but they have feasted on these cellar mm -hmm. dwellers uh, the last seven weeks or six out of the last seven weeks. So they've, they've, you know, they've found their stride. We'll see how they look in the, uh, Tannehill revenge game, uh, this weekend as he plays the dolphins, I think for the first time since he's left Miami. Yeah. So that should be a very interesting matchup as yeah. they travel to but Tennessee. Like you said, who cares game. about the games? Our picks yesterday was pretty good. Dolphins. I took a minus two and a half. I bought the half. Didn't need to. Uh, you added minus three, brother Brian minus three. Harry had the Saints under 16 and a half points. That was a winner. As I mentioned, mm. we picked the first touchdown. Dolphins defense, special teams 20 to one. Camaro over 22 and a half receiving yards. I don't understand how that didn't win. You mentioned like he should have like 30 touches. He think he had what the hell did he have? Uh, Why what what are they even screwing around for? What did he I, I don't uh, know how many they have uh, 16 touches? I can't remember. What did he have? I, I I know they were spying yeah. him out of the backfield, but man, you got to find a way to get him the ball in that type of game, or you have uh -huh. no chance of winning, which they didn't because, uh, you know, obviously he didn't perform well when given the chance, but uh, he needed more volume tonight uh, in, yeah. in my book. So yeah, you, you got it. You got 13 carries and, and 13 carries and two receptions. Yeah. And you had to get Secchi prop and Gasecki right. yeah. over 41 and a half. I, you know, he did, uh, he had one chance at it. He right. threw a ball, uh, two or threw a ball about 30 yards. That looked like it was a one-on-one -on -one matchup and uh, two was about yeah, five I yards short that. on a, on, on a 30 yard then. ball. That's a sailed yeah. out of bounds. Uh, you know, typical, typical. So, but Brian, uh, Waddle over six and a nice half receptions job, and Harry wins with book. and yeah. Harry under book on the rushing right. yards. Uh, very good job by those guys uh, tonight. So overall great night, especially when you hit a 20 good to for one us. made a terrible game. Uh, exciting. Uh, my goodness. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I don't know. I know we're yes. degenerates and you know, we're not supposed to be, I mean, you're the expert <laughs> about that, but, uh, well, yeah, you're the expert. Well, you, I don't know how long we do this you know, because the, they, the, the Thursday, the Thursday but, night games are gone, and I guess there's. Do they play a second Monday or uh, just one? Is there one more Monday? I have to I have to look at this now. Um, hmm. It might just be one more. I mean, we yeah, can do this one throughout more the playoffs. This first touchdown thing, but I kind of like. I kind of just like uh, doing it. What we do? Well, yeah. we do. 
We we do do the first touchdown. We, we have do that the little pool, pool for we sure. Do. Yeah, but I don't know if we uh, want to make it. That that's fun make too. It, uh, so out there. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's just one more you know, Monday night game. No Thursdays. One and more Monday Sunday, night game. Week eighteen. So the last Monday night game. Everything is uh yeah Browns at Steelers. Oh boy. Big Ben pokes his head in 31 right. odds. Uh, first mm. touchdown in his last game ever at Heinz. <laughs> All right. So, we'll, well, yeah, we'll go over a bunch of games, uh, pro games later in the week. We got bowl games. The big bowl games, we'll do those Thursday. But uh, today, we're going to go over, I think, six bowl games um, kicking off between Tuesday night, yes, tonight, and Thursday afternoon. Now, mm. uh, I'm going to apologize in advance because probably two or three of these will be knocked off the slate as a uh, COVID is uh, rearing its ugly, ugly head on the nation and and these games in general. My God, I don't know what's going on, but let's give it a whirl. We're going to do it right after this break. Harry, let's start with you. NC State, UCLA, that is tonight. Uh, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. It's at Petco, at Petco Park. First college game ever played where the uh, Padres uh, suit up and play. I'm going UCLA. The spread is two. NC State is favored. 59 and a half points expected to be scored. UCLA will have the fans. They're not great against the pass, but I think they could hold their own if they don't give up the big plays. I like that Dorian Thompson Robinson. He may have been the best quarterback in conference at the at the position, but even though he made second team, Zach Charbonneau, 1137 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns this season. They're going to grind it out. Both Carolina and Louisville had big games rushing against. Uh, they had running quarterbacks, and they took advantage. Carolina had 300 yards rushing. Louisville had 215. I'm taking the Bruins 6-0-1 against the spread in the last seven. Chip Kelly's team gets the win 33-27. You're going against me, Harry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Wolfpack. I think they closed the season strong. They won four of the last five. Uh, only loss was to Wake Forest. By three points on the road, put up 42 points in that game. The quarterback, Devin Leary, has had a great season, 35 touchdowns, five picks. You mentioned Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Sal. He has had a great season uh, product out of uh, Las Vegas. UCLA put up nice numbers offensively, <laughs> but they beat up on a bunch of bums, basically, in all their wins. Give me NC State, the Wolfpack. I'm going to lay the two. All right, but why? if he's a product out of Las Vegas, you would think he'd be the betting uh, choice there. I mean, why did you add that anyway? <laughs> I'll just, you know, throwing it in there, you know, that, okay. uh, you know, me and, me, me, and, me and my friend, me and my friend, Jimmy Kimmel, used to live there. Oh, your friend, Jimmy Kimmel. I forgot about that. Yes, he mentioned you on every broadcast now. Almost every time he's on, the last time he was on this year, he mentioned. All right, Minnesota, <laughs> minus 5, 45 against West Virginia, the guaranteed rate bowl. This is a Chase Field in Phoenix. Harry, have you looked at prices for this? Look up uh, prices. How much is all? I haven't yet. I mean, you, you got to uh, be going this game. I can't believe you're not scalping um, right now. Not going. Not, not going. doing it. Not going all right, I'm taking West Virginia. Um, they beat Texas. They beat Harry's beloved Iowa State. They lost Oklahoma only by three. They beat LIU, Paul. Like kids, 66 to nothing. That's got to count for something. Uh, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> wow. I like this Jared Dagey. Threw for almost 300 yards, three scores against Texas. Minnesota's fourth appearance in the guaranteed rate bowl. 0-3. Last showing was uh, 2010. But anyway, PJ Flex team, not any of their three leading rushers are going to play this game. We know Ibrahim went out early. Uh, that was against Ohio State, right? Um, two of the top backs on the squad went down with season-ending injuries. This is a team that was snubbed versus a team that had to win their last two to be eligible. 
And you would think the snub team has a chip on their shoulder, but it doesn't work out that way a lot. It's going to be tough for PJ Flex squad to get up for this December 28th game. I am taking West Virginia plus the points. Uh, Paulie kid, you're going with probably the better team, Minnesota. Yeah, I'm going to be taking Minnesota, Sal. Um, they had a very underrated season this year at eight and four. Uh, they gave Iowa all they could handle in a very close loss. They beat Wisconsin uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the season in a very impressive win because what does Minnesota do well? They run the ball. It doesn't matter who runs it for them. They pound the ball. They do have a four-year starting quarterback there in Tanner Morgan who can ha- he has certainly has had his ups and downs over his career. Actually, more ups earlier in his career, more downs later in his career. But the guy's a winner. He knows how to win. Uh, and West Virginia actually is missing their stud running back. So they're going to have to take to the air more. And Minnesota has one of the top pass defenses uh, in the country. Uh, so it's going to be very tough to throw the ball on uh, on this All Minnesota right. defense. And I just look, I think this team is a good out of this big team. Eight and four overall record. Quality wins across the board for this team. They're the 18th ranked defense in the country. They're going to be tough to beat here. I'll, I'll take them given the five. Yeah, like I said, between the opt-outs and who's going pro and who has COVID, and then you have to figure out who cares, who who actually cares about these games. And yes. I don't know, that's why, that's really the main reason I'm taking uh, Jared Dagey and the points here. All right, Clemson minus 144. This could be a good game. Iowa State, the Cheez-It Bowl, our friend Randy's favorite Cheez-It Bowl. <laughs> Uh, brother Bry, I'm going Clemson. You got no Iowa State. You got no Brees Hall declared for the pros, right? So that takes 1,500 yards and 20 touchdowns out of the lineup. Clemson does not score. We get it. We we saw what they uh, what they did all year. A disappointment for uh, Dabo's yeah. team nine, with three losses. But second in scoring defense. Um, and I think that's good enough mm-hmm. against this Iowa State team. I think it's going to be a 21-16 type game. I'll take Clemson. Cyclones lost the last two Cheez-It Bowls, Brother Bry, 70 to 18 mm. combined in the last two years. This is not like 15 years ago. Well, also one, was, one in six. One was Notre Dame, right? Yeah. That's right. One in six uh, also against the spread in the last seven neutral site games. You also like Clemson. Yeah, I love Clemson in this game. Look, when they announced the bowl games, Clemson and maybe Notre Dame were the two bowl games I like the best. Um, and one thing we know, you know, Clemson's defense was phenomenal all season long. We saw it in the first game, right, against Georgia. But they won their last five, including a blowout uh, win uh, against Wake Forest. So their offense seemed to come on a little bit at the end of the game, uh, end of the season. So after they, they didn't cover the spread in the first seven games of the season, they covered in four of the last five. Iowa State, disappointment for Harry all season long, costing Harry tons of money all season long. And like you said, I know they'll have Purdy in this game, but they'll be without their best player in Brees Hall. Um, so even without the great coordinators that are, are leaving Clemson to go on to Oklahoma and some other programs, I would trust Dabo. I think Dabo, you know, he's probably frustrated after a 9-3 season, or maybe he's happy with the way things turned out. Uh, but I think he, I think him and Clemson have a big game this game. I'm actually surprised it's still minus one. I think they win this uh, by more than a touchdown. All right. That'll be a fun one. Maryland, minus three and a half. 54 and a half versus Virginia Tech in the new era pinstripe mm. bowl at Yankee Stadium. I'm going Virginia Tech. I actually they probably should be getting more points here, uh, considering who's out for them. 
The line is fixed a little. Lots of players opting out, mainly because it's Yankee Stadium. They don't want to deal with the sewage and the uh, arrogant Bronx <laughs> surroundings. I, I imagine that's why. But quarterback Braxton Burmeister's out. Uh, Trey Turner, Tavian Robinson, receivers are out. Uh, Raheem Blackshear, running back, star running back, is going to play, um, even though there are uh, a couple guys entering the NFL draft. Brock Hoffman, uh, Hoffman offensive lineman, but they're going to play in the game. Um I don't know. Maryland lost six of the last seven before beating Rutgers. I like this Connor Blumrick. Everything I read about the Texas A&M transfer, he's going to run the ball a lot. He's uh, averages like over six yards a, a carry, around six yards a carry. Maryland played four teams inside the top ten uh, and didn't do well against them. Uh, Talia Tagalavoya was intercepted nine <laughs> times and sacked eleven times in those games. Two and five against the spread in the last seven on grass. That is Maryland. I'm taking Virginia Tech plus the points. It might be a mistake. Harry, you think it is a mistake. You're going Maryland. Yeah, I'm going to take Maryland's first bowl game since 2016. I think like you mentioned, Sal, where are these players' heads, coaching staff? I think Maryland's pumped up for this one way more than the Hokies are. Tua's brother, Talia, you mentioned, had 3,500 yards this season, 24 touchdowns. Had at least one touchdown in every single game. No quarterback, though, like you said, no Burmeister for Virginia Tech. He had 14 of the 17 passing touchdowns for the Hokies this season. Give me the Terps. All right. Oklahoma, Oregon. Let's move right along. Valero, Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma, four and a half point favorite. 59 and a half points expected against Oregon. This should be a fun one. Uh, let me add something to it. So you have opt-outs. You have COVID guys. You have pros. And then you have coaches. Brother Brian, you mentioned earlier, coaches just leaving. All going out. No crystal ball on this one. No Lincoln Riley. I think Stoops is stepping in. Bob mm -hmm. Stoops for uh, actually coaching this game. For Oklahoma, then you got Kayvon Thibodeau, who could be the consensus number one pick out there, out for Oregon. Hmm. Their wide receivers out. He's going pro. Their secondary is a little thin, but Oklahoma's entire defense, including the coordinator, is out. He has moved on. Linebackers Nick Benito, Brian Azamoa opting out, Perrion Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, they're going to the NFL. The Ducks, I'm taking the Ducks. They play well against teams with winning records, oh. especially against the spread, 9-4. and four against the number 34-31. Yeah. Good, fun, sloppy game. You're going to see the holes in the secondary on both sides. Uh, I'm taking Oregon. Brother Bry, do you like Oklahoma? Yeah, 34-31. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. I kind of like the over in this game too. But like you said, both teams are a little bit of a mess uh, in this one. But I think Oregon is the bigger mess, you know, with no Cristobal, no Thibodeau. Like mm. you said, uh, I don't know what receivers they have left on this team. They barely have uh, much of a secondary left. And I do think now for Oklahoma, even missing Lincoln Riley, I do think it's really cool uh, bringing Stoops back in yeah. for this one game to coach this one yeah. game. I, that's something I think a little bit more special for this team. And that'll mean something for this team to go out there and get the win, especially Oklahoma team probably feels really betrayed. I mean, it's one thing for Cristobal to leave Oregon. Some people might say good riddance, but it was another thing for Lincoln Riley to kind of just up and leave his team. I, I think um, I expect Oklahoma's offense that, which is pretty much intact for this game to have a big game. I'm expecting Caleb Williams to have a monster game here. So I think Oklahoma covers this uh, four and a half points. All right. I do like Caleb Williams. Just think it's a little too much uh, spread wise. Another, another one that went up, Tennessee was four and a half, five, now five and a half point favorite versus Purdue in the music city bowl. 64 and a half is the over under. I like this Josh Heupel, what he's done. He brought this offense from 108 yeah. to 8 nationally. Hendon Hooker, 2,600 yards passing, basically 26 touchdowns, three interceptions. Pretty damn good. Now, I know Tyon Evans is out for the Vols, 
Uh, Purdue is out. Uh, big stars too. Wide receiver David Bell. Uh, Carl Laftis, the defensive lineman. Purdue had some weird wins this year. They upset Iowa and Michigan State, but I think they caught them in hangover games. I don't think they're as good right. as their record or those upsets indicate. Tennessee, four and one against the spread in the last five against the Big Ten and six and two against the number in the last eight neutral site games. Lots of points. 41-30 final parlay kit. I like them. You like them. Johnny Knoxville is going to be betting them. I know for sure we will hear from him. You like Tennessee as well. I do, Sal. I'm a believer in Coach Heifold, Sal. He's an excellent coach. Wherever he goes, he wins. I think he's going to have his team very laser-focused for this game. And, Sal, I think it does kind of play out as a home game here, right? Uh, the game is in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's kind of playing out as a major advantage here for Tennessee. They should be packed with Vols fans. Um, as you said, uh, they averaged 39 points per game. Uh, yeah. which has been tremendous improvement over them in the last few years. David, look, this line, Purdue, Sal, was a was a three or four-point favorite at one point. This line has swung almost seven, eight, nine points because Purdue is missing several of their key players, especially receiver David Bell. It's hard to replace 90-plus catches and 1,300 yards on an mm -hmm. offense that likes to throw the ball. Let's take the Vols. I, I, again, I'm a believer in Coach Heifel. He's done a great job. I think they're going to be more focused and they are more healthier and more full team at this point. There you go. All right. We went over six games there. Uh, what's the over on the brother, Bry? How many are canceled before this even post? This <laughs> like one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. What's going on here? All right. Let's uh, let's do this. Uh, oh, I want to talk about Fandle. What do they have going for the pros? We'll switch the NFL. They help you stay on top of the action. They're giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20 in the same game parlay. Bet on a single game or spread your bets out across multiple matchups. Up to you. As long as you bet $20 bucks in same game parlays, they're in the same week of NFL action. You're getting a $10 bonus. No Thursday night game this week, so you have some time to think about it. Maybe Stafford overpassing yards against the Ravens. Maybe Lamar Jackson, if he plays, under passing yards. Maybe you go... Uh, the great Sony Michelle all of a sudden over rushing yards. You can put it all together, call it a same game parlay. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. Lock it in today and enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code against all odds to also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code against all odds. So they know we sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Hey, let's real quick jump on the Riverboat Casino. We take make-believe propositions, and the captain of the Riverboat Casino assigns odds to it, and then we bet. We discuss them as if it's a real bet. Yes, real money is won and lost here. And the captain has posed this question to us this week. Which fictional college would you want to see in a bowl game? A fictional college. Would it be Forrest Gump's Alabama squad, 5-2 to two odds? The South Central Louisiana State Mud Dogs from Waterboy, 4-1 to one odds? Oh, yeah. Bobby Boucher, Adams College, Adams from Revenge of the Nerds, eight to one odds, or the California University Condors. I imagine they're not very good. That's from 90210, uh, 25 to one odds. Or you could take the field at even odds. Brother Bribe, which fictional college you want to see in a bowl game? Well, it's funny. I forgot about that 90210 football team. I'm, I'm trying to think if they actually even played, you even saw them playing. In no, that. probably I, not. I Never once. I don't think Never so, once. right? Right. I was going to say, I can <laughs> remember knows. that. Of course, <laughs> Harry knows. But I, yeah, I, I, I admit, I 
watch that stupid show too. And I was a kid, uh, but I'm going to go with the, you got one of you guys might be having this too, but I'm going to go with the Texas state armadillos from mm-hmm. necessary roughness. Uh, it's still one of my favorite football movies, but in this, you know, in a bowl game, you would get a 40 year old Paul Blake. Uh, you get Featherstone couldn't catch a pass. You get Andre mm-hmm. Kermit, Sinbad, who was probably also 40 when they filmed that. You get a Jason Bateman as uh, I think he was That's a wide right. receiver, or a cornerback. Was he a wide receiver in that movie? And then you also get Kathy Ireland. So way before her time, female kicker. Yeah. So a lot of huge storylines for for this type of bowl game. Uh, that would be a fun one to watch. Nice. All right. Parley Kid, fictional school. You want to see in a bowl game? Yeah. So I got to go with the uh, is it the Mudcats from uh, um, Mud Dogs. Waterboy, right? The mud dogs, the mud dogs, the mud dogs. This has nothing to do with Bobby Boucher. He'd be too, uh, too really stupid to really know what was going on and enjoy the moment. (laughs) But Sal, it's all about doing it for the coach, right? You're doing it for the coach, Coach Klein. Henry, maybe not a great X's and O's guy, but Sal. Right, it's, uh, Henry Winkler, Coach Klein, correct? Am I right yeah, when I say that? He, should, he got it's, screwed over. And Very maybe sad not story. a great, right? Maybe not a great X's and O's guy, but just a guy that you know, it's more about life lessons with him. A guy like that with college football needs more coaches like Coach mm-hmm. Klein. I'd be all aboard that train right there uh, and rooting for them. Uh, win one for the uh, the coach there. So. Nice. Yeah, hey, you know, I, he might. I think he was a great X's and O's guys. I think that yeah. was the point of it, right? He got a little uh, stole the playbook, little, yeah, right? Uh, I, playbook I guess. Song. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's what it was. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, Paulie can watch the movie again. I can't believe you missed I'm gonna the have point, to the watch it again. Movie. All right, <laughs> all right, Harry. Which fictional college would you want to see in a bowl game? Yeah, you know, I did want to go for nine oh two one of those condors because absolutely, Bry, you know, <laughs> one of my top ten shows of all time. Nine oh two one zero, but. But I'm going to use my medulla oblongata, and I'm going to take the mud uh, mud dogs as well. Um, how can you not go wrong when Lawrence Taylor is your football camp instructor? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, you could. There are some ways you can go wrong with Lawrence Taylor's. But I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think I'd rather see the other team who they play against. That was a dirty team that really left it all on the field. Right, the the team that they beat with the uh, the asshole coach. Um, that would be a fun one to see. All right, but yeah. I am going off the board. I'm taking the field here. And I think this does count as a fictional college team from Bill Walsh football, the video game, my Georgia Bulldogs parlay kid. I won with them 55 games in a row. You remember Eric Zier was the quarterback, Garrison Man. Hurst. It's a Sega <laughs> Genesis game. I won 55 Man. in a row. We actually tried to play it on our drive up to Buffalo. We were going to, uh, we we're gonna rent yeah. the console, but I got something that they they screwed us on it. We could we would play. I would have yeah. added thirty games to the street. And our friend Frank, and this is his greatest achievement in life. I am almost true. sure of it. Blocked an extra point and won as I was going to tie <laughs> DiMaggio's record. Fake team tie, tying I, a real record. Fifty six. He blocks an extra point. I think he was Miami. And uh, and the streak so ended at fifty five. I wish yeah. we really got to play that game. I never got to. I used to get. I got to play you in the NHL. Uh, Who 90, was Frank? 94. Was that? It was around the same year, right? So, yeah, uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was college football ninety five. Was the right, was the right, right. He, he would have played Miami against you. Sal? was it Miami? No, maybe he wasn't Miami. Chris was Miami. He would drop. Back was it Michigan? Yards and pass it. Well, so Michigan was really good, and Colorado was really good in that because you know, they had uh, Cordell, Cordell, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart right. They had, and they had the running right, back right, too. Right. Yeah, um, uh, BNA was. Uh, I think that was, was a great. Was probably what a BNA. streak you had, though, yeah. Sal. That it was uh, incredible. It was incredible because 
uh, you somehow would. There were you. You won a lot of close ones there too, sure. like with like yeah, ridiculous like late then. field goals that you yeah. would make well, that nobody else could make. And you get I so had cocky, the game. You get so cocky about it. it too. I know. Like, I, I, you, you know, it's you funny, kick I, and you you know you throw the <laughs> controller up like before yes. it even went in. I don't know. I was just talking about to Michael, Mikey Meatballs, about that. Brother John, I used to, I swear, I swear, I used to beat him some games 140 to nothing. Because I knew really? there was there were certain things in that game where I just knew you could there was like three different <laughs> things you could do in that game. So yeah. I, I don't know what well, that competition level. I don't know about Frank, you know. Well, Frank, it got, Frank, it got if games were if games were close, Darren, if games were close though, <laughs> if, if Sal had to pull out the big guns. Just start farting everywhere too. That's it. Yeah, that, that is true. Things going in my favor. I, I own yeah. the Sega. Everybody would come over to play. Yeah, and I had my gas working for me too. I mean, I don't think that was in the California <laughs> University Condors repertoire at all, and that's why the Georgia Bulldogs would be better. All right, uh, that's a ride on the riverboat casino. Oh, what, uh, Babyface, you're getting you're getting some news here. Breaking news. Yeah, whatever. yeah. We just got breaking news. I wanted you. I knew you wanted me to keep track of this, but yeah. Uh, Harry's girlfriend just entered the transfer portal. Oh my God! Wow, she didn't like the she didn't like the gift. I, don't, I didn't even know that was possible. So yeah, she, she's gone. She's gone, man. Oh, Harry. Well, you had a nice run. Hey, if we would put odds on December twenty eighth now, a year from now, will Harry be engaged, brother Bryce? Set the set the number here. Ooh. Um. Yes. It's got to be well. We're giving them so much pressure now. Yes is still plus one thirty, plus one thirty for yes. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Harry, you want to get in the way? Good number. Yeah. Good number. Again, you have all. You're holding all the cards here, so you could make this happen or not. But you think that's a fair number, right? Holding all the parlay cards, right? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good number. Sure. That's uh, plus one thirty. All right. And basically, what does she have to do? She has to not. Forget her um, ID at the airport, and she has a good shot. I forgot what, what prevented it happening this year. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was pretty much our everything. That's a good. She forgot basically everything. All right, there you go. We will be back uh, Thursday morning. I don't know when. Well, yes, Thursday morning. We're going to go over the college football championship games. Maybe we'll sprinkle in a couple more bowl games in there. There's some big ones coming up this weekend. Lots of fun. Then Friday we will hit on the important pro games for the weekend and that'll do it hey hit us up at the arcade it's shop.extrapoints.com you know if you don't want your girlfriend entering the transfer portal you may want to hit up buy an uh, against all odds hoodie or a sweatshirt or stickers or whatever you want we have something from all the podcasts do it right there shop.extrapoints.com or you could just go to extrapoints.com and make money on these guys free picks every single day and that'll do it for another episode of against all odds for Babyface Joel Solomon, Spaghetti and Meatballs, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,